Cast, everybody. We're with Tony Rodriguez, but for the last five minutes, we've just been singing the praises of Carly Khan and Hawaii. Finally got a Hawaii girl on tour. Yeah, right. We all we should just hit record when we step into the studio. We miss out on a bunch of conversations. What's happening, Town? Nothing much. Just uh, excited to chat with you guys. There we go. Yeah, just Perfect. talking volley. Just talking volley. You've uh, you've had a busy year already. It's not even May, but you've hit it pretty hard. Yeah, I know. I'm like, this is like, this past weekend was the first weekend of just kind of relaxing a little bit. I worked a clinic in Arizona, but I still had some like downtime, which was really nice. I played three weekends in a row, which is kind of a lot for you yeah, know, the really. start of the season. And, so. and it's not, you just played three weekends <laughs> in a row. So Tony went from Australia, won a bronze medal, first FIVB ever, correct? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Travel and then, buddy. And then, yeah, <laughs> and then goes to Panama City. Which is not easy to get to, and you well you didn't play the Norseka trial, so you took no, like I the took weird off. Wednesday off. Oof. Panama City, and then you and Savvy make the semifinals and qualify. Yep. And then you go from Panama City to Brazil, straight to Brazil. Beats Fernanda in the first round, and then you guys got screwed so hard against Germany. Yeah. That was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. I didn't hear about this. What happened? Um, well, Tony was swatting everything, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. putting on a show. Um, blocks, I forget who it was, maybe Leverer? I think it was the blocker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blocks this ball, hits middle of the line. Um, down ref calls it in. Up ref, this is at 16-16? This is, yeah. In the third? Yeah. In the round of I qualified. believe so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, down ref calls it in, up ref calls it out. And so there's a new system in place where if there's no... If the eagle eye challenge system isn't there, now players can tell the up ref, like, I'm challenging, and they have to get off the stand and right. check the mark. Um, so but Zana didn't know it. And so Zana was just arguing with the ref, and she was like, you can see the mark. Because, like, if if I'm the up ref, I mean, it was here. Oh, what? Like, close. Yeah, and it was so close. It was like I blocked it, and it, from off this hand all the way to that sideline. Right, right, I yeah. got you. Yeah. And, and so the up ref is like, um, was telling Zana, he said, you need to challenge for me to look at it. And Zana was like, yeah, like, look at it. I don't know. And he was like, no, you need to put your hand in a C. And she was like, she okay, go. And he was like, sorry, you're five seconds to challenge this pass. <laughs> and I was like, this is yeah. the craziest thing I've ever yeah. seen. And so Zana, like, had an argument with him after. Um, and she was like, why didn't you just get down? He goes, I know, he goes, it, like, I did make the wrong call. He's like, the ball was in. But you needed to challenge. I just that's obscene. Yeah. Wait, that a ref would acknowledge the, the rule change didn't say that you can't get off if you want to look at it, right? The ref can get off the stand to look if they want to look at it still, right? I would think so. Or no. I, I would, or does the player have think. to do it within five seconds? But it was it was bizarre. One. It was very bizarre. <laughs> Two. It was yeah, he's like up there counting. Yeah. He should do I that. was just like he should be like this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean honestly, that one, like, you that guys, one hurt, yeah. Like, yeah. it should have been three very successful weekends in a row. Yeah. Honestly, though, beating a very good Brazil team in Brazil, mm-hmm. like, still, even though losing like that in the last round of the qualifier sucks. But yeah. Still, like, badass playing on yeah. so much travel, no sleep, food's weird. Like, <laughs> food's weird. <laughs> I feel like food's weird. <laughs> yeah, Early on, getting just, like, confidence wins, not mm-hmm. necessarily, like, good finishes, but those confidence wins are like, oh, yeah, I can hang on tour. Like, I just needed to know that. Yeah. Like, to have three events in a row where you kind of prove something in each one, 
Mm-hmm. It's got to be pretty big for you. Yeah, I think uh, starting it off in Australia was super exciting. I definitely had, like, the nerves, you mm-hmm. know, like, going into it. I was like, I don't really know what to expect from the competition. Um, and then, obviously, getting to play with Zana, like, was so awesome. And she was such a great teammate and, like, helped me work through those nerves. Um, so it was good to kind of start there and kind of fill out the competition. What does the international play look like exactly? And then to finish with a bronze was just, like – light years what I thought like above what I thought we would do which is like awesome and then going to Panama getting to play with Savvy I think like it was just really fun and we Mm -hmm. had been looking forward to that and so um we played we played some good people it was super windy right on uh the first day which was like interesting it was actually great because in Australia we like played in like tropical storm it was crazy it was like 20 mile per hour (laughs) plus in Australia so it was like nice that I got all that training and then going into Panama I was like kind of prepared for that already and then in Brazil playing with Zana again I felt like less nervous even though we were at like a higher level event right we were at the Challenger I felt like super calm and relaxed Mm because I was like okay I've already done one international like event like I'm okay now like I feel like good like prepared ready to go and so yeah I I mean it was really good experience um Looking back at Brazil, I think, I mean, I think we played well. We played awesome. It was kind of funny. My mom, my mom called me a couple of days later and she's like, I found the stats. I'm like, where? Like, how did you, how do you know where to find the stats, mom? Like, I'm confused. And she's like, you had 13 blocks in two matches. Like, that's awesome. I was like, cool, mom. I'm glad you're like keeping up. That is like, a lot of blocks. Yeah. It's yeah. Swatting. Yeah. It was, I was like, like, I felt like me and Zana had played well, but mm. like, I, Sometimes it takes me a couple days to, like, really go back and, like, dive into the film and, like, really watch. Yeah. Because that one really hurt. That that loss kind of really hurt because I was, like, super looking forward to, like, making it into that main draw. Um, but, like, after looking back, like, I thought we played well and I thought we fought hard. So, at the end of the day, there's good takeaways. So. Heck, yeah. 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 I thought you guys played awesome. And, yeah, no, I think And to beat too. Fernanda, I mean, she is really good yeah you guys like your draw was pretty brutal getting that's Fernanda. what i heard i was like i know no one so going into everything i'm just like yeah like and then the german team it's a good thing the german team took fifth yeah they, i mean they played well yeah they played well sorry what were you saying try no like when when you don't know them and they don't know you it's like great it's like, just like fun like, to just yeah. like go out there and like just be competitive and like yeah. just compete and like just play. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Love it was it. kind of funny. In the first game, we were, when we were in the third set, the only person that I saw in the stands was Ed. And he was just like <laughs> firing up. And I like, I'd be ready, like getting ready like to block. And all I see is like Ed. He's like, let's go, let's go. I'm like, right, Ed, let's go, let's go. <laughs> it was awesome. Ed I was like, thank God for Ed. <laughs> he's the USA cheerleader. The only guy it. that travels with us all it. around the world. I loved it. He's everywhere. He is. He is. What made you want to hit the international scene so early? Because that's something that I feel like not a lot of younger players on either the guys or the girls' side tries to do until they get a couple years on the AVP under their belt. But you hit it early. Yeah, I think it was kind of uh, intimidating going in because I haven't done anything um, on the AVP yet. Uh, you know, last year, that was um, a goal of mine to qualify for the three events. I I didn't. I think I I played with good people. I just, like, never fully got there. Yeah. Um, and so I think 
this past off season, like I set my goals and I knew what I wanted to do. And obviously like playing in the Olympics is a goal of mine. And so to, in order to do that, like you have to play internationally and like, I've talked to so many people and like, I'm trying to figure out the system, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're all kind of like over here, just like sitting around, not really knowing what to do. But after talking to so many people, like fully understanding, like that's what I had to do, like, and that's what I want to do. And so when Zana asked me to play in the first two events, I was just kind of like, yeah, let's do it. Like, this is like what I want. And for you to be asking me to do it, like I'm super stoked and excited. And I think, I think it was just a really good experience as well. Like I said earlier. And so I feel like it's already kind of prepared me for what's next to come. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have, I have big goals and I know I'm new, but I, I mean, I think I can, do it, hopefully. Yeah. I'm trying to, at least. So. Yeah, I think there's there's no better way than to, first of all, you know, take a step down that road towards mm -hmm. your goal, but also, yeah. like, just playing, like, if you want to be a good volleyball player, just jump into the fire, you know? Yeah. Like, start playing yeah. as much of the high level as you can. Because being on the AVP, it's not really a full-time job yet. They haven't really yeah. made it, so it's a full-time job yet. If you're on the World Tour, too, like, you don't have time for anything else. You basically kind of have a nine-to-five-ish job, and mm -hmm. that, that's what you want it to be. Like, yeah. the goal is to make this a full-time job. And when you first come out, it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, you can't survive off it for too long. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the best way to go. If you want to be somewhere, just start living that lifestyle and playing that way, and then you'll end up there. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want this to be be my job right I mean obviously everyone knows we don't make a lot of money and so I do have a couple side hustles but ultimately like volleyball is like what I want to focus yeah. on and well it can do. be full-time yeah. yeah it is for a lot of people yeah you've known a full-time for for a while yeah yeah it's <laughs> fun trying to hang on to that <laughs> it's pretty nice just can't go back <laughs> that's the toughest part like once you once you get it you're like this is this could be it Okay, yeah. there's no going back. Now. I still complain though. I'm still like, oh, I used to make better money back in the day. <laughs> what happened to Grand Slams and Opens? Yeah. The grass is always greener. Yeah. We need the tour to be bigger, you know. That was yeah. what was crazy about um, when I was looking at the prize money breakdown uh, when we were in Mexico because we were with uh, Brandy <laughs> and Sophie Bukovic. Mm -hmm. And so they take fifth and it's a Pema and they split like 3200 bucks. And oh, Logan wow. and Sean won Panama City and split like thirty four hundred. I was like, so you can win an AVP next, an AVP next, not even like a real AVP, and you can make more money than someone getting fifth in, on the planet. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the, the problem. The problem is these challengers aren't supposed to be the best events in the world, but yeah. now they are because they had their schedule out. Everyone complained for good reason. And now the challengers are the best events again. Like, this is what was wrong with the star system. <laughs> we were playing in four stars were our best events, and then, like, two stars. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I think, well, the best, they only, they're only allowing the top teams through the end of world champs qualification, I think. So I think that's over, uh, like, after yeah, Turkey, that's I think only the top eight six. Teams, right? Top six or top, I think it's just top six. Top six. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't really change much. True. The top six already aren't yeah. playing much. And right? plus, Russia can't play still, so they're still out. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. How did the, like, playing internationally, 
differ from your expectations or if it met them? Or I don't even know if like you would have had any expectation of what it would even look like. Yeah, I really didn't have any expectations. Um, the only thing I knew was that the travel was going to be gnarly. Yeah. Like, that was really the only thing that I kind of knew. Yeah. But, like, once you're getting there, like, the setup and everything, it kind of, I mean, it all, like, looks the same, obviously. And then, like, the way everything's run, like, it all kind of felt similar to, like, domestic tournaments. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think there was many. How's the jet lag? Differences. Um, it actually wasn't too bad. We actually. Yeah. Me, Travis, and Timmy traveled together, which was so nice, too. Um, do my first trip with like yeah. people that I'm like comfortable with and like right, right, right. like I I was I was texting Tim I was like I'm gonna need support okay so you're gonna have to be there for me <laughs> in case I need you um, but yeah it was it was it was good we got into some lounges there thank God go. for game changer for for Tim he, yeah. he got us some free food and some some good places to relax and <laughs> in between but the- I didn't think the jet lag was too bad. Um, yeah, no. Once we got there, it was rainy. That was kind of like, ugh. But then it cleared up yeah. in had Australia. You, had you traveled internationally just, like, at all before? Mm, the only place I've ever traveled to before that was Turks and Caicos for volleyball vacations, which right. was in December. Yeah. And then other than that, I've never left the country. Wow. So it it's was, like, deal. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It was awesome. So, yeah, that was, like, I kind of count that as, like, my first one, like, yeah, you know. Turks and Caicos. Caribbean's kind of just, like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't that far, you yeah, know, right. like I, I flew to Florida or yeah. wherever, maybe Washington and then straight there right. versus like Australia. We flew from LAX to Fiji, Fiji, Fiji. Oh, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn. That was crazy. Yeah. That Fiji airport was funny. It was like two gates. Yeah. yeah that's what it I was. It was so thought. little. Yeah. It was so little. Yeah. So we oh, flew from LAX to Fiji and then, and then Fiji, Fiji to, to um, Sydney, Sydney, Sydney to Coolangatta. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it was weird. The jet lag wasn't too bad because the time yeah. difference was so big that it wasn't that bad at all. Mm-hmm. It was like an 18-hour jump. I guess that makes sense. And so, Oh, I see what you're saying. It was really right. just, so it came back. So it was really just yeah. more six hours. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were just... Gotcha. <laughs> so it was, I always forget like 18 hours isn't as bad. Like it's way better than 12. Yeah. 12 is like the worst mm-hmm. you can get. Yeah. Right. And so it wasn't, wasn't terrible, but you played great off on those travel legs because it takes a second yeah. to figure out yeah. how to play and eat and, and just get everything right mm-hmm. after traveling for a long time. Definitely. You guys killed it. Yeah. Yeah, we did well. I had this app that I got. You I was traveling. Right. I was on the app. The app. I, was, I was hardcore <laughs> on the app. I can't remember. I think it was like Time Shifter or something where like I like plugged in my like flights right and then it basically told me when to sleep when to sleep when to be drinking caffeine Uh when to you know be out of the sun or in the sun so i tried to tried to be on it i'm gonna have to download that yeah (laughs) yeah it was good. Yeah, it worked. It she, was, cool. she was funny. She, she was like, you shouldn't be drinking that coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we have to be asleep from this time to this time on the plane, okay? And they're like, we're just going to sleep the whole time. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> but the app says. <laughs> but the app said it said not to do it. Yeah, Australia is a cool place for you to travel to for an international trip because it is a long travel. Mm-hmm. But the currency is easy. Everyone speaks English, mm-hmm. so it's still it's still not too bad. And then yeah. Brazil is a very different oh, experience because yeah. yeah. it's oh, yeah. almost all Portuguese and very broken English. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, um, I learned one word. Mm-hmm. Obrigado. Obrigado. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Obrigado for a boy. Obrigada for a girl. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Every trip, you add another word, maybe. Oh, oh, and then good morning. Bon dia. Bon dia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should it. speak Portuguese already by now with my whole coaching staff being. You, Trevor, yeah. a handful of fun words. Yeah, <laughs> only the fun ones, though. Only the ones you can't say on this yeah, podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess who knows what language you guys are gonna have to speak next, Jose? Just abandonment, no idea. Yeah, man. Coach switch. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Both. we were like trying to figure it out, and it was so frustrating. We're like, oh screw it, let's just go play in Austin. Yeah, we got Danny Alvarez, Belly Diggs coming out. Love it. Carly Khan's coach. He's flying oh, out. Okay, awesome. He coaches her in Hawaii, That's and fine. then he's gonna fly out to be in her box. And we're like, hey, since you're there. Jump in our box because yeah. he he uh, I mean he's known us like our whole lives but he's been um, helping us in the off season so oh sweet oh that's okay. perfect we got a coach yeah that's awesome yeah do you think having a coach in the box is important <clears throat> um I mean it can be great it can hurt you too yeah but I think it's good for our sport in general like it's yeah. three heads mm-hmm. working to play better volleyball um I think they should have it internationally too. Yeah, what's up with that? I think that it's heading that direction. I don't direction. know why. They, I think they think that some certain countries weren't um, able to afford coaches or have as good coaching, so now it's an advantage for the top teams. So it seems like our sport tends to just like try to pull pull everyone back. That's just just it so, I mean, just so the smaller countries can. It doesn't. Hang. It's a professional sport. We're going to pause here for a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball. And Try put us well over the 100,000 mile mark for the whole Sandcast family. And neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November. And not one of us so much as sneezed. And obviously there are a lot of factors in that. But the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road everywhere. And it is so delicious. All right, a lot of the green supplements I've taken, it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth put it in a blender, mix it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious, and it is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious, and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been. I give enormous credit to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens, so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, We cannot recommend it enough. It's a great price, honestly. It's less than three bucks a day, which if you are taking multiple supplements, you're gonna be paying more than three bucks a day anyway, so you might as well just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over 100 bucks a day 
in vitamin supplements and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the, the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens and it is so good. And it is beloved by athletes and high performers everywhere. It, I, I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by t- the Tim Ferriss podcast. And then Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have 90% of the high performers in the world. And now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, so right now, for you, it's it's not just for athletes. It is for everyday people, okay? And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, and I'm going to say that again, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe we got 16 AVPs, 16. And then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next and AVP America is just full and we are just going to be playing with Wilson Volleyballs from now until November, guys. So get some Wilson Volleyballs as you can get 20% off using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that is SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code SANDCAST-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbins are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for AVP America. Kim Smith over at AVP is putting out a lot of content, and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter. So if you ever miss any news, we got you covered. So if you want to get on that newsletter, head over to sandcastvolleyball.com, and on the sidebar, there's an easy sign-up form. We would love to have you join. The newsletter, it's not just Sandcast news, it is literally all the beach news, snow volleyball, grass volleyball, whatever's happening in the world of volleyball, we got you covered. So head over to sandcastvolleyball.com to get your beach news today. You know, like... Well, the whole goal of FMB was, like, we want to spread it worldwide, right? Yeah. It's spread. So they spread the cream cheese real thin. <laughs> spread. <laughs> they spread the cream cheese so thin there's no good bites. Yeah. They're all like just, the, you just get like a little sample. You're like, mm, I kind of taste it, but <laughs> it's not worth being a full time fan. Whereas, like, you know, if we just give them one good bite of the cream cheese, maybe yeah. the fans would buy in. And then we like pull that. it out from them. <laughs> That's amazing, though, that that would be the reasoning. Because that would be like the Lakers saying, 
or you know, the Bucks, mm-hmm. you know, not a big, a major market, telling the Lakers, sorry, you can't only have two assistants because we're a smaller market. We can only afford two, so you can't have three. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's a professional sport. Oh, uh, well, the successful sports do the exact opposite. Like, <laughs> well, if you want to pay more, then yeah. we'll tax yeah. you, but you can still do it. You can just, just pay more. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> Economics. Yeah. <laughs> Craziness. You'll learn. You'll learn <laughs> the drama. Are you and Sav working with the coach? We're not. We, um, I think that's kind of our next steps now that we're full-time together yeah. and um, able to, like, start really, like, dialing in on, like, our partnership is the next phase is, like, finding a coach. Yeah. So, on, on the road, I think one of the biggest things is having someone to warm you up or yeah. to uh, train you. Like, there's nothing more frustrating than, like, you throwing backspin balls. Or like, oh, yeah. but, you know. This is yeah. like a, a real serve receive off a jump serve. Yeah. And then you having to go hit it, you're like, God, I feel like such an amateur right now. <laughs> throwing spinning balls for my partner to set. Yeah. Um, so that's like the biggest thing, to be mm-hmm. honest, on the road. You can do your film. You can game plan. They're, they can't be in the box with you anyway. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm tired or my ankle hurts or something and they go grab you something. It's just so nice to have a yeah, have another body. out there. Yeah. And then training-wise... Having another mind kind of putting everything together so you don't have to worry about it as much. You can put mm-hmm. more focus into just playing, absorbing the information in mm-hmm. front of you, and then rehabbing and, like, recovering, getting your body to where it needs to be. Yeah. Because there's a lot to worry about in our sport, as you know, already. Yeah. Like, booking your own travel. And Definitely. And there's, that and scheduling things. There's plenty of things to worry about. Yeah. So if you can have a coach <laughs> plenty. help get – also, another thing a coach does is – you get pretty sick of your teammate traveling around the world, jet lagged, tired, winning, losing, like riding the highs and lows of the year. Mm-hmm. It's nice to not have to go to your teammate and be like, you're sucking right now. I'm going to call you out and be like, coach, I think they're maybe sucking right now. And then the coach goes like, hey, what do you think about this, that, blah, blah, blah. And your teammate doesn't even know that you're mad at them. <laughs> and you stay on the same, you stay on a good page, you're, you're on the court, and you both hate your coach for a little bit, you know? Instead of hating each other. Yeah. And time and place one of the best wins is when you're thinking something, like, why is he doing this? And then Jose or whoever yeah. is just like, hey, why are you doing this? You're like, yes. Yes, right. coach. Like, yeah, tell him. I tell know him. I can't say it right now because it just will make things worse. <laughs> but he can. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How did you, uh, you and Sav end up together? And I think that's another thing that you're doing that's unusual for a younger player is that, you're coming in, like, you're traveling right off the bat, and you're coming in with, a, like, a partner. Obviously, you and Zana played the internationals because mm-hmm. Zana had points. There's no way you could have gotten into an event. But now, like, you and Savvy seem to be pretty set moving forward. Yeah. Um, so last season for the AVPs, um, I, had, I did reach out to her, asking her to potentially play in some, and then... She, I know we only had three events, so it wasn't like a lot, but then she already had, she said she already had partners, uh, so she was playing with Lexi Denenberg. Mm-hmm. She was supposed to play with Lexi the whole, all for all three, because that's who she played with in college, right? That makes, mm-hmm. makes complete sense. Um, and so that's kind of when I went my, went to other people and kind of was like, okay, I want to find other partners, whatever. And then um, she actually told me that, once Lexi dropped her for Maria, um, that she was going to ask me, but then she already saw me signed up with a couple uh, people. 
So I was like, okay, well, that kind of that kind of sucks. But on the back end, I ended up asking her to play in Clearwater last uh, October okay. for the AVP next, mm-hmm. and she actually like had this trip to Hawaii, a potential trip to Hawaii, and and she told me that, and she's like. I don't know if I can play. And I was like, oh, my God, please, like, just give me a chance. Like, please play with me. I didn't tell her that, but I was just like, okay, like, let me know. Um, and then she finally was like, yeah, like, let's play. I didn't really know her, um, but I met her in Chicago. Well, I didn't meet her in Chicago, but we, like, finally, like, hung out in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I met her in college. Yeah. Um, but, like, hung out in Chicago, love this girl's vibes. Like, I already knew she was, like, like an upbeat person and like you could just tell that on the court right mm-hmm. she's super good teammate like positive like smiling and like that I mean they were all like attractive things like when when mm-hmm. looking for a partner like I, I like those type of things so I was kind of like I feel like we could really like get along not just partners but like as friends and so we decided to play in Clearwater and by then we were already like f- becoming friends and like getting closer and closer and then playing in Clearwater um you know, looking at the the bracket and realizing that we had to play Kristen and Taryn in like one of the I think it was like the third round. Yeah. Um, we were like, okay, like let's let's like let's do it. Like let's you know, let's freaking play. And so ended up beating them, which was like legit. And then we just had like really good chemistry on the court. Like it just flowed positive, like having fun. I think that's one of the biggest things about me and Savvy is like I know for me, like, I enjoy the sport and I have a passion for the game, but, like, I don't want to do this if it's not fun. Right, yeah. Like, I, I think that's, like, something with, like, the juniors game. Like, it's getting so serious now with, like, you know, like, colleges and all of that. And sometimes we all forget, like, it's, like, about having fun. Like, we play right. the sport because we, like, love it and we want to do it and we, we want to enjoy it. And so that's, like, one of my biggest things. And so knowing that that's what Savvy wanted, too, and then – like after Clearwater having a lot of success, we got third. Um, having that success, it, it was like, okay, like this could actually be a thing. And then yeah. sitting down talking about what we actually want to accomplish, like within our careers, it's like all like lining up. And so we started training when we got back. And this like uh, preseason was kind of hard. Like we've trained a lot, but like not really like uh, like consistently. Yeah, mm-hmm. be- just because. I don't really know why, but things were kind of like, we were trying to figure out if we wanted to play together because it was like rookie and rookie, basically. Like two new people coming fresh out of college. I think we were both trying to decide like, do we want to play with veterans or do we want to like play together and like figure it out and like work and build together? Or do we want to like go and experience and like learn from like maybe top people or like other people that have like been on tour. Yeah. Um, And so then we kind of like finally decided, okay, like, no, we don't want to play with anyone else. We want to play with each other. And then that's kind of how, that's kind of the partnership started. And now it's been kind of like up and down with like me playing internationally, not with her. Um, But like I said, Zana was a great partner and she, she had points and we, we had agreed on playing, and I didn't think it was possible for me and Savvy to get into to the FIVBs with zero points. But right. clearly, it was possible. Right, yeah. Obviously, we all saw Kristen I don't and Taryn go. Anyone did. Yeah. Kristen and Taryn were on here like tripping, like, yeah, we don't know if we're going to be able to play this year at all. Like, that's basically <laughs> what they made it sound like, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's what everyone yeah, made it sound that's like. That's what I right? thought too. And so, um, 
yeah, I mean, it's it was it's been like a little bit up and down, but we're finally at a point where we can like start really building as a team. And I think we're both super like just like the anticipation has just been super killer. Mm-hmm. And so now that we're like finally able to come together and now we're like looking for coaches and we're going to start looking for sponsors together. And it, it kind of feels like it's all coming together, which is like really nice. Right. Um, we won't have a coach in Austin for the first AVP, but I mean, I think we'll, we'll be able, we'll be able to still be successful for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, that's kind of, kind of how it's going and we're really good friends and love that girl. I love that girl. Just so. love the honeymoon phase. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've had we've had to have some really tough conversations. Yeah. You know, I mean, already like with the international stuff. Um, for a while, I was um, Emily Stockman's practice player on Fridays, and so like that was kind of getting like mixed up and stuff. And yeah, I mean, we've already had tough conversations, and the fact that like we both trust each other so much already, it's it's definitely helped the partnership, but. I, I do, I mean, yes, I do think that there will be a time when we probably get tired of each other a little bit during the season. So <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out and we'll balance it. And What's the next, so we have Austin coming up and yep. then uh, what's the next international for you guys? Because Savvy's get, well, she's going to go to La Paz. Yeah, so she's been playing in the, the North Acres with Megan Gebhardt. Yeah. Um, I can't keep track of anyone anymore. Come on, you gotta get with it. We're the newbie. With her, yeah. with her. But this is my partner. She's just playing with her. But, uh, yeah. So right. I've played with two people in eight, <laughs> ten years. Well, the so I get it. I, yeah, I know everyone's yeah. on that grind. Yeah, I, it's just funny. Everyone's just funny. everyone's trying to get points. And yeah, for sure. It just didn't seem smart for me to play four weekends in a row mm-hmm. versus three. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like. I can't play the Norseka, and that was, like, that kind of sucked because I really did want to play with Savvy in that, mm-hmm. but I was, like, like I split off and we got points. Like, you split off, go get points, and we'll come together. Yeah. So she'll be playing in the... The Puff. Yeah, so that's the weekend after Austin, right? Yeah. And then when, she's, when she gets back from that, we're headed to San Antonio for the New Orleans qualifier. Yeah. Um, so playing that, and then... We, we hope to do well. Hopefully New Orleans. Hopefully New Orleans, um, which is awesome. Cause but that would be fun for you to play in New Orleans. Yeah. It would be really fun to be home in Louisiana and have uh, have some people come out and get to visit and, yeah, compete in my home state. That would be, be the legit. The list is out, right, for New Orleans? Yeah, yeah. it just did, came did out. Did everyone sign up? Everyone. Yeah. yeah. But that's going to change yeah. because. I was thinking people would go to the Elite 16 event, but I heard well, it's getting prob- canceled. Well, that was a rumor. Now it's oh. saying that it's confirmed. But, rumor has it. But then someone else <laughs> said that the actual guys from Czech are like, no, it's not confirmed. Yeah. Oof. But like Oof. FIVB or is saying it. I don't know. But I think the reason everyone signed up is like, yeah, we're going to sign up and we're going to pull out if it doesn't happen. So yeah. I think there'll be a major shakeup. My guess is, like, I would, if I had to put odds on it, I'd say there's a 75% chance it's going to happen. That a couple people pull out? That the Elite 16 is going to happen. Oh, that the Elite 16. And that okay. at least five teams are going to pull out. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You yeah, think? For sure. 100%. That's <laughs> the one event this year that that I, it sounds like everybody's like, yeah, no. FIVB is the priority for that one. Really? It's okay, like, cool. That, that oh. should be the most watered down uh, event of the year. Yeah. Because okay. it, it makes sense because then right after that, you're already in Europe. So 
you go to Yermala. Exactly. And then you go from yeah. Yermala to World Champs. Yeah, if you're going to okay. play in Latvia, you might as well just be there and play, yeah. get two. Play two in a row, yeah. In. No, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, we're, I think we're um, 16 on the list right now. So, yeah, you're golden. Yeah. Well, well what, what happens, though, yeah. is that when the, when the list is confirmed, I don't know when, it, only 12. It'll only take the top 12. No, and top then, 10. And then it, or top 10. Are you sure? And then it, the list, so if people pull out, it doesn't just fill in with people. Oh, yeah, it off, goes. So yeah. It'll, go to the, it'll go to San Antonio. Yeah. And so San more people Antonio. will qualify from the San Antonio. Oh, They'll just take more people from that because yeah. it's only the top four for that. So if uh-huh. people pull out, it'll just be a it'll couple just more. Down I need to, like keep, five, I need six, to look seven. at the, what is the lower one? called tour series tour this the the one in san antonio is the navy p next oh that's the next because they didn't have tour series for the first two uh pros it's basically a tour series yeah basically is there is there avp first avp next avp tour avp pro gold series yes that's yes it's all still there Yes, yes, still thing. I, I, I was kind of confused. With, <laughs> no, like tour and, tour and next were kind of confusing me. Yeah, I kind of thought yeah. they were taking the place. Yeah, well, so <laughs> I think they just didn't make tour like they just didn't make tour series for the first two AVPs. So they just. I think that the trend is like if we're gonna have fans in the sport, we gotta confuse the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, so for like, sure. AVPs for like sure. yeah, we gotta get on that. <laughs> Let's make seven levels <laughs> and confuse even the players. <laughs> Now we need the AVP Silver AVP, Series. FIVB is killing us in terms of confusing fans. <laughs> <laughs> we need max confusion. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the and end we we'll have a final. Yeah. But it's not, the, it's not the championship or the final. It's just eight teams. <laughs> so who wins? No, nobody wins. No, no, no. Well, what about who wins the final? No, that's no, just, just... You just win thing. that. That's a thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> So <laughs> it is so funny, like trying to explain this stuff because like I'll have listeners from the podcast be like, I thought I understood it, and now I definitely don't understand. <laughs> they all thought, it was, everyone so listening right now is like, wait, I thought I had it. I'm now, so confused. Now I'm gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what they want. But yeah. we'll be playing. Uh, we thought about playing in Lithuania for the Futures event, but then it's just kind of like, eh. So we decided not to do that. Yeah. And um, I think our next international, um, which will be our first together, which is super exciting, um, will be at the end of June. Um, there's two future – there's actually three. There's yeah. one in Poland, and then there's one in Greece and Italy the same weekend. So we're thinking about going to Poland and then um, probably Italy. Okay. Since we'll already be over there, we want to do both. Yeah. Sounds like vacation. Uh, yeah. Greece and Italy. I mean, yeah. might <laughs> – so nice. Might do a little vacationing. Probably not. They're actually hopefully really not. close together. They're hopefully really close. Winning, so hopefully, no time to hopefully vacation. we're just playing volleyball. Right. Yeah, everyone's like, what'd you do in Australia and Brazil? I'm like, when? I played volleyball. Like, <laughs> cooked in yeah, place. Yeah. I'm like, didn't see any kangaroos, which is one of the biggest things I wanted to see, but that's okay. Um, so, yeah, those will be the next, those will be the probably next two. And yeah. then by that point, we're hoping to have enough points to get into the two challengers in July. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. going to be the goal. Gotcha. So. At this point, so. you guys could sign up for challengers and get in. The, there hasn't been a single women's challenger that's filled up. Oh, yeah. Then there you go. Huh. So, so many yeah. teams drop out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That's the trick. Yeah, because I, I got, um, for my two tournaments, I have, now have 270 points. Nice. And then I think Savvy just got 113 going yeah. in the North Seca, yeah. So. The Norseka points. points are are pretty legit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I really, really especially because Norseka. I mean, it, 
it's very easy to get points there. Yeah. Because it's just, yeah. it's nuts that you, so Sam and Dan were talking about it, how you you split like 320 if you win a Norseka, which is better than breaking pool in a Dollars? challenger. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or do they get less? <laughs> Pesos. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you get paid one Mexican beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it is funny though, like, I was talking to Delaney about it when I got home. She goes, oh, you got good points. I was like, what am I going to do with these things, Delaney? <laughs> I can't take these to Congrats. the bank. Yeah. <laughs> you got points. What are these points yeah, for? I got, I got great points to I'm get buying my points at this point. <laughs> like, spent X amount of money for 200 points. Yeah. Oh, it's so depressing. Yeah. Dude. The, the dollar per point ratio. Yeah. Like, I'm such a point hater right now. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't been on tour. And you're getting, oh gosh, you're you're getting me on board. Oh my gosh, that. I know. I'm like, mm, I'm just sick of chasing points. Yeah. Yeah, you slid, I slid 10 spots in the world ranking or something like that. Yeah. Maybe more, right? What am I now? Like 22? You're 22 or 24. We were 10. Wow. Got a ninth, which is whatever. It's not, you're not supposed to slide. We didn't move that far that week. Right. And then we, we moved 12 spots back without playing. Wow. In challengers. Wow. You're in a cool spot, though, because... All your finishes now, you're pretty much just adding. Really? Because well, yeah, I mean, because the, the new points, the new point system is, mm. is so much. Knows. It's so much yeah, bigger. No. He knows. I, like I said, I hate points. I hate yeah. calculating them. I, I don't eat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm points just like, are just. Ugh. Points are the worst. Trevor's pretty good at it though. Yeah, that's I why he, I he's kind of on top of it. Yeah. And you like, be on top of it. But I don't trust him that much, so I like I'll like ask Ed Keller. Like I'm like, can you check my guy? I'm so and lazy that I won't do it, but like, check, are we, is he right here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's hard to do that stuff. I hate it. Yeah. But yeah, it is. if you guys play Qualify in New Orleans, that would be awesome because it's like you, Evan, Kristen, yeah. and Taryn. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see like what's happening in Louisiana. Yeah, Before, really. like, Just the more promising Just people coming up. up. It's awesome. It is awesome. I mean... I've known Evan for a little while, and I, I mean, I didn't know him, like, way back, but met him in Louisiana down in New Orleans. I, I'm from Santa Mall, which is about, like, an hour away. It's kind of like the midpoint between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. Okay. He's, like, so, 20 minutes out of, yeah. of New Orleans, right? That's yeah. What he yeah. That? He's, like, like, a five-minute drive to Coconut Beach, oh, okay. so which is where the AVP's at. So. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's uh, growing. Game's growing. I mean, Louisiana volleyball has been on the rise. It's still, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still underdeveloped, but we are, we are kicking down there. Yeah. In the south. So Evan, always, Evan obviously played at Coconut. Where mm-hmm. did you play? Or did you play beach? I up? did not play beach growing up. Really? I started beach in 2019 of the spring at LSU. Hey guys, how's it going? Wanted to take a quick second here to let you know about an awesome product that we discovered this offseason. It is called Eversun Lighting. Eversun Lighting is an extremely portable and versatile lighting system built for outdoor after dark activities such as beach volleyball. We used it in the McKibben format this year, had an amazing night match, which you probably saw on YouTube. The company is expanding quickly. They're on their third production model, and that unit is called the Apollo. That's the one you're going to want to get your hands on. It is made up of two LED lights, 100% lithium-ion battery-powered, 18,000 total lumens, and if you're going to carry it around, it's about the size of a snowboard case. Weighs 35 pounds, 
Light head detaches from the telescopic mass, which goes from 5 feet all the way up to 20 feet high. That mast is ultra light and ultra strong made of carbon fiber. If you get two of these lights, they can light up a beach court easily. You get four of them, it's gonna be like a professional match. You also can swap out the batteries. Each battery will last about five hours. So these are extremely versatile. The Apollo units are currently being sold on pre-order because of there was so much success in the McKibben 4-man. Special pricing for pre-order and the early bird special goes through April 30th. You're going to want to go to eversunlighting.com and use discount code SANDCAST for your 10% off these lights. You will not regret it. Again, use discount code SANDCAST and you can have some of the best night matches of your life. This podcast is also brought to you by Bala. Now, if there are two things that beach volleyball players talk about all the time, they're trying to figure out how can I stay hydrated out there in the sun, in the sand, sweating, playing three matches, four matches a day. If you're in the CBVA, AVP next, you might play 10 matches a day. Who knows? So we're all trying to stay hydrated. How do we keep from cramping? And how do we keep the inflammation as low as possible? And that is where Bala comes in handy. Founded by Dr. Arash Aftabi and Dr. Farnoosh Fadavi, husband and wife dental surgeons based in Southern California, which is the mecca for beach volleyball, Bala was inspired by their 20 years of research on plant-based therapies to help their patients recover from post-operative operative, rather, swelling, bruising, and inflammation after oral surgery. Now, we're not getting oral surgery out there on the beach, but we are swelling, we are bruising, and we are constantly inflamed on the beach. And what Bala is, it's a natural alternative to prescription painkillers with the addition of effective hydration without sugar. Now that is huge. Not having sugar in all these drinks is so clutch. Gatorade, Powerade, they're all loaded with sugar. So to have Bala and a plant-based alternative to that is huge. And so we drink, me and Try, we drink this every single tournament now. Every time in between matches, we're recovering with Bala. Now, we cannot recommend it enough. They have active ingredients like turmeric, bromelain, popain, which are responsible for the anti-inflammatory benefits, and it also contains the electrolytes we need for hydration. So head over to Bala today and get your first plant-based enzyme drink, get hydrated, lower that inflammation, and play the best beach volleyball of your life. Really? Yeah. What year were you... In, when he's in 2019, then is that your like? Yeah, cool. you, you have a complicated <laughs> system. Tony has like six different colored shirts. I, like, she's like a red shirt yeah. and then a gray shirt. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was that's in. That's confusing yeah. me too nowadays. I was, I was in college for seven years. Um, well, that's a new record. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say like I'm pretty sure Tina has been there for like yeah. seven. Yeah. Though I don't. Tell right. me yeah. about Rodriguez. Yeah, basically. Um, so in 2019, that was my fifth year. Okay. Yeah, that so, was my fifth year. Yeah. So you had a full season, the weird COVID year. I had a, a I had a, a, sorry, did I say fall earlier? I meant spring. 2019 spring. So I had one like okay. one like competitive se- season. Like yeah. I didn't have a training yeah. period. So I went my last year of indoor and then flipped to beach. Okay. Um, and then, so we're going to just kind of fast forward a little bit, but got injured in college, tore my ACL, was thinking about being a crossover my second okay. year at LSU, thinking about being a crossover, 
got injured, couldn't play. So after that season, that 2019 season of Beach, I was like gung-ho. I was like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. I just want to play. Like, I love Beach. Like, indoor will always be my first love. But Beach is, like, different, and it was, like, like something new. And I was like, yes, like, I just want to do this. Um, And so I ended up filing for a medical red shirt um, with the NCAA, and Mm -hmm. they granted it to me, which is, like, um, pretty big deal. Yeah. So that's how I got a sixth year. So then I got a full training. I had a full fall. And then that was going into 2020. And then COVID. And then COVID hit. Okay, COVID mm-hmm. shirt. So then I got a COVID shirt. So <laughs> How was that for you? Like, were you really ready to be gone with college? Or were you okay with it? Like, happy with the progression? Um, I'm definitely, like, Glad I'm out of college. Done, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I'm like uh, I could not be there right now. I'm, I couldn't do a f- yeah. fifth or yeah. I was like trying yeah. very hard to get out in four. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. Yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll just say it. Everyone's like, oh my god. Like what? Why? Um, but I just like one. I love LSU. Mm-hmm. Grew up like watching all sports. Like I have baby pictures in LSU clothes. Like it's okay, like yeah. home. Like right, yeah. It was like always been home, and so. I always say this to everyone, but I bleed purple and gold. Like, that is, like, like this is my school. Go Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, two, like, I, I'm going to be honest. I forgot what we're talking about. LSU. Beach. LSU. Beach. LSU. Sorry. Just long being, day. being at long college day. for a long time. Long time. Uh, Our fans oh. on the podcast, they all know. They've heard me do that, like, I'm a like, million times. I'm like, oh. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Where to? I don't know. <laughs> that's, um, why, that's why we have Travis here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like playing for LSU has been like a dream. And then getting to play beach alongside of indoor, like was just like the cherry on top. I think staying in college for seven years isn't like ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a bachelor's and two masters and I didn't have any debt coming out of college. And so that's like really really awesome that my coaches were able to, you know, provide me with scholarship. And I didn't, I actually walked on to LSU. So I earned scholarship as I was there, um, which is really cool. I earned it in indoor. Your parents are extremely proud. Yeah. My parents are like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or I don't know. Is it pricey? Um, Can't be that bad. It's not, it's not too bad, but I actually had tops, which is like the Louisiana state financial like it's the financial, it's like right. what helps you. Gotcha. Um, so you take your ACT, mm-hmm. and then depending on your score, they provide you with so much money to pay for your tuition. Um, so I had tops throughout my whole gotcha. throughout my whole yeah. um, college mm-hmm. career. So, um, but yeah, I I think it wasn't ideal, but I loved I loved beach so much that I went back for the sixth year because yeah. I I could have started my professional career. I wanted to go play indoor overseas, but. Um, with my body, it just didn't seem right. I've torn both ACLs. I tore one in high Oof. school, one in college. So, so beach is where yeah, need, beach is beach like is where you need to be. Beach is where Let's I needed be to be, and yeah. so I was kind of like, yes, I'd love to go play internationally, overseas, indoor, but this sport is like so fun, so new, and like I just want to keep playing. And mm-hmm. so, uh, when I got the sixth year, I was like so stoked, and I. I was like, yes, this will be the year. And then we had we had blockers six foot plus across the board, right? Like it was our year. Yeah. Right. Like when COVID hit, we were number one in the country. Already beat UCLA twice, and so obviously the fairy tale, the fairy tale season ending like that that really right. sucked. But then 
being granted another year, I was like, okay, like kind of seems meant to be like, I wouldn't be getting this if it didn't feel right. right. And so I took it and yeah, I mean, it wasn't the ending we wanted, but I think a lot was learned in the pa- in the last season that I was there. So, okay. so. What did you take away? I think, uh, you know, when you are thrown with a lot of <laughs> adversity, like you have to be able to adapt and change. And like, I've already experienced that with all of my injuries. Yeah. Um, and so going into that season, it was a little bit different, right? We, we changed our lineup up. And so we had to kind of adapt to that as a team, right? I mean, Claire and Kristen playing for four years and then, you know, Taryn being able to step into that role and play with Kristen. And so that was a change throughout. And then, you know, just with COVID, all of it, it was so weird. It was just so weird, like getting tested all the time and not feeling like you could even hang out with your team. It was like, it was just weird. Like we, we, we didn't have a lot of social events and then, you know, like a lot of people thrive on social you right, know, right. and so oh, not, for sure. so not, not oh, having that. Honestly, right? when I look at college and I'm like, like how, how that, that was college it was <laughs> yeah. like the parties and yeah. you know, all that. Like, <laughs> and I heard people getting like busted majorly for having oh my god parties yeah. or, and whatnot, which yeah. like I get, but it's like mm-hmm. these kids are gonna explode. Yeah, it was like, so it was so oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, brutal. Yeah, and even like throughout the whole season, like now, like in life now it like mm-hmm. finally feels like we can like live again and like do like normal things and socialize and like yes COVID's still a thing but like we're we're able to like you know like be a little more normalized but mm-hmm. like going into the season the like my last season it was just like the testing and then like other teams and we couldn't like see our like be around our families and it was just oh, like yeah. so weird and then Actually, going into conference, I was exposed to COVID, and I was outside of my window. You know, like 150 day window. You didn't. We didn't have to get tested if you got COVID within that window. You didn't have to get tested. Oh wow! And so I was outside of that window, and then I was exposed. Um, And somehow or another, the other teams at conference in our conference heard about me being exposed, and then my trainer told me I if I tested negative for five days, like I'd probably be able to play. And then I did that. And then the, the committee for the conference had to like approve oh me playing gosh. and into the story. The, the bottom line was that I didn't have COVID and I didn't get to play in conference. Oh my God. Which I was didn't know you didn't get super. To play. Yeah. It was super. Um, <sighs> it was super sad. Cause someone was finally maybe going to beat FSU. Maybe. Four states won five straight years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was rough. And you got to kick an ass that year too. Yeah. So, but anyways. But that team was good. It had to have been fun to be part of a team that was historic. I mean, that's the best team in LSU history. It was so awesome. You guys were so good. So awesome. Had had such a barn burner with UCLA. And was Mm -hmm. that the semis or the quarters? Um, The, what was it? The The national championships. It would have been... No, 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 semis. 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 (laughs) So long ago, can't remember. Can't even remember yesterday. So you played um, a lot of volleyball. Yeah, played a lot of volleyball (laughs) since then. So, um, but yeah, no, that was a tough. That was a tough one. Yeah, that's a. That's kind of like when I decided. Oh, not when I decided to move to California, but it kind of all ties together. So at nationals, right after we just lost to UCLA. I'm like bawling my eyes out. I'm fine, finally done with LSU. Like, yeah. like happy but sad, but like 
just like overwhelmed with emotions and I'm like talking to my parents and then all of a sudden Laurel Weaver, USC's volunteer coach, my roommate now, yeah. she, she comes up and she comes up to us and I'm like, you know, I'm just like crying. She's like, hey, like I'm Laurel. Um, I'm a professional beach volleyball player. Like I've been scouting you all year. I really like the way you play. Like, would you be open to coming to California and like training and playing with me sometime? And I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Didn't even um, wait for the emotions. She's like, someone else is gonna poach her. I'm going, I'm going in now. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and so that's kind of how like the whole idea of coming out to California. Well. Kind of, I had kind of been talking about it before then with uh, my teammate Claire Coppola. Mm-hmm. She was just like, dude, this would be awesome. Like, you should go and do it if you want to play professionally. Her family, her coach back home in Arizona, like, they were all kind of talking to me about it. Like, this is how you're going to be successful. If you want to actually take it seriously, you need to go to California. And I was like, like, I don't really know about that. And then when Laurel came up to me, it was kind of like a full circle type of thing where I'm like, okay, like, maybe I need to go to California. Like, this sounds legit. Like, this is where the honey hole is of beach volleyball. Like, this is where all the pros are at. Mm-hmm. And, like, it kind of, like, got my got the wheels spinning. And so stayed connected with her through the summer. And then we decided to play in Manhattan, AVP. And then when I was out here, I stayed with her. And then she kind of was like, hey, like, we have this room open. Like, if you would want to come. And so, yeah, it kind of all just, like, worked out and fell into place. The, so, beach, the beach just... Things work out Things on the beach just, in the flow. strangest ways. Just flow. Like, it's and, not a sport for planners. And everyone just gravitates somehow towards, like, the South Bay yep. of Los Angeles. Yep. And it just everyone just ends up here. Finds yep. housing as close to the beach as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how close can you get to north of Hermosa Pier? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Basically. As long as you're west of the Pacific Coast Highway, you're in, you're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing all right. Yeah. So Ken, Ken's deafest. He cracks me up. He lives in Pacific Palisades, and he calls the South Bay the goo. The goo. He's like, once you're in the you goo, stuck. You're, you're stuck in the goo. It's so true. <laughs> it's like, you're so right, uh, That's a good way to put it. I'm in the goo, deep. <laughs> I was talking to him I want to get out, but he, I can't. He's like, how's life in the goo? He's like, well, I don't have a car. He goes, oh, you're really stuck in the goo. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I do you have a, do you have any culture shock when you came out here when you moved here or was it pretty um, good? Honestly, not really. I think, I mean, people in the South are like super like nice and like caring and just like yeah. that type of stuff. But I haven't really felt like the people have been that different, mm-hmm. especially like in the volleyball community. I feel like a lot of people do want to like support you and like help you out. And I think one of the biggest people that was like super like helpful when I got here was um obviously Laurel and then um Gina Urango. Okay. Um so I had met Gina actually at LSU um through Benny. Yeah. Um when they She's played great. together. Yeah, I love Benny. Um they actually had stopped in, I think for an event in New Orleans, but but Benny came by the indoor she came and saw the indoor team at LSU and mm-hmm. that's when I was on the team and so I met her then uh-huh. and then kind of stayed connect like not really stayed connected, but followed them on social media and then um, talked to Gina more in New Orleans about, how, like, maybe moving out to California. And so, um, yeah, I, I mean, she was super helpful, like, with trainings and, like, like inviting me to things, mm-hmm. like, social things. And, like, I played fours with them one afternoon with, like, all of the girl, like, some of the pro girls, which was, yeah. like, nice. Because, like, you know, like, looking back, like, 
I've, like, watched and, like, followed all these, like, professional players, right? Like, Kelly Reeves and, yeah. you know, like, all of those people. And, and then, like, being able to come out here and then, like, meeting everyone, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like a little kid yeah. again. But then, like, now it's like, holy crap, like, I'm, like, this is my group. I'm, like, a pro, too. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, in this friend group. Like, yeah. I'm here. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, she was super helpful when I came out here. And then just, like, meeting everyone in the community. Like, I, I've felt a lot of love and support. And, yeah, it's, it's been awesome. I think, um, I think it's, uh, I think the food's healthier here. Oh, for sure. Clearly. Just a little. Clearly. Oh just a little bit, but. <laughs> Hey, it's good to go back home and you know get some get some home cooking. I miss my some, mom's. Uh, I miss my mom's cooking. But what yeah. are those donuts called? Beignets. 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 Yeah, hey, you're gonna have to get some of those, huh? I went uh, on a bachelor party one night. Oh man! I literally just flew in for the night. For the night. And then in the morning, <laughs> beignets and bailed. <laughs> we. Had, I'm pretty sure we had like alligator and some stew. Maybe a maybe a hangover and uh, beignets. Um, it was absolutely. <laughs> I don't, yeah, but it was literally land, go. Land, party, go, go to Bourbon. Sh- yeah, meet them at Bourbon Street, <laughs> walk in by myself, and they you know how the, the ladies are giving out shots, and. Yeah. Yeah, duh. She just shoved the shot in my mouth right away. <laughs> and you don't know what. And, and, and then did a little dance, and I was like, oh my God, what the, what ju- <laughs> what's going on? Re- did I just get raped? <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> All right, I'm here. Yeah, New, Orle- <laughs> New Orleans is a party. Down. It was fun. New though. Orleans is a party. It didn't let it didn't um, let the stories down. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh it, yeah. It no, it's fun. To the height. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Because that's where I mean, Coconut was where I played a lot when I first started learning to yeah. play. And we, of course. You know, didn't take the volleyball all that seriously. We pretended mm-hmm. that we did. We'd, we'd hit bourbon all the time when we went to Coconut. Yeah. Like, this place is just a zoo. Yeah. It's crazy. It's a zoo. Like, it's how a zoo, you walk right. down the street with a five-foot-tall drink? Yeah. It's crazy. Grenades, hand grenades, yeah. hurricanes, <laughs> all the good stuff. Yeah. The, it's funny, like, hearing <clears throat> younger athletes come out to the pro game and, like, to this community because, mm-hmm. like, I've been in it so long, I don't even, like, think twice. Like, oh, you're a young player. Like, a young player's out here. Like, cool. Like, yeah, you're part of the beach volleyball group. Like, this yeah, is what we do. super yeah. nice. But you forget, like, when you're younger, you're like, oh, my God. Like, there's the pros. Yeah, basically, out. yeah. Like, should I hang out with them? Like, <laughs> yeah. And we're all just like, yeah, what? I don't know. Like, yeah, you're a volleyball player, too, right? Be my friend. Yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> no, you think, like, that... People, if they have questions, they'll call mm-hmm. you or like message you, or, and like that's not the case at all. Like, mm-hmm. Younger athletes yeah. are like, I would never message them. I don't want to bother them, or like, yeah, everyone's that would be weird. just people. Yeah, and that's, that's like, been the coolest yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, like realizing like we're all just people, and like we're all just doing this because we love it and we yeah. want to play and like make a living, and like we're all in the same boat. It's like it's like comforting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It kind of surprises me still that like more young athletes don't show up at the top pros practices it's like yeah i mean if you want to learn that's the best place yeah. to do it. no yeah. one's gonna kick you off they're gonna if someone's sitting on the wall watching practice they're gonna come up to you at water break probably and say hi yeah most yeah likely, for you sure know? and then you're also listening to their coaches talk to them you're watching them work on mm-hmm. specific things but i feel like it's from that perspective from for me that's really easy to see yeah like if i had a kid i'd be like yeah what are you doing just go watch yeah yeah but from the other side of it, I see that it's just like that's not 
no one wants to do that. Or it's like, hard to think. Yeah. It's hard to do, yeah. I think that's the cool thing, though, about mm-hmm. our, our sport, specifically beach volleyball. Like, you know, you can't just go to a professional basketball practice and yeah. sit there and watch the practice, yeah. you right? You can't watch Serena Williams yeah. if you're a tennis player yeah. and, like, go, like... yeah. Take some social media and yeah. like, get the f out of here. Like, <laughs> what yeah. are you filming for? Yeah. Like, yeah, but you can watch Alex in April. Yeah, like, it's like really cool. At the same time, there are, are some creepy people, but that's okay. Oh, for sure. Uh, strand life, but, is, you know, strand life is a little gets weird for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> but it's cool though. Yeah. It's really cool. So and that's what when I lived in Huntington, I used to like try to time my practices when. Trambley and Keenan were practicing mm. and Casey and Jake yeah. were practicing and yeah. I'd try to like take the court kind of next to them yeah. so I would be there yeah, yeah, yeah. and still like get to see what they were doing yeah. mm-hmm. just kind of be around them yeah. and then I was like it still plans that maybe Casey will see me hit one hard right, yeah. maybe yeah. he'll say something if I can get this ball anywhere close to the pier <laughs> yeah. he'd love that if I'm gonna go that. shag that ball all the way over there I don't care as long as it's by the yeah. court yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna look for a ball that comes close and I'm gonna shag it because yeah. I think yeah. that's a cool yeah. part because not only can younger athletes like come to a practice you could set up directly next to them like everyone knows mm-hmm. now that mm-hmm. 16th street is just where a lot of the pros yeah. practice and mm-hmm. so you could just you can pop up an umbrella, court. put yeah. chairs down. Yeah, you yeah. could literally. Ten yeah. feet from the court, and and the players would be stoked. Like, I was stoked. Th- this year, I feel like a few more times than often, like, people are kind of coming around to actually watch. But then we played guitar. It was, like, that was legit 20 people, like, fully it's set awesome. up and, That's like, sick. hanging That's out so around awesome. the court. It makes me feel good. You yeah. Know, it's like, all right, we're making somewhat of an impact. We're entertaining today. It's not yeah. like a boring practice. We're like, yeah. I don't want to like f up. Like people are watching. Yeah, you know, and, and they know what, where you're at. Like they know your court. Like yeah, right. they're like, okay, they're here this time, yeah. this day, every day, mm-hmm. and we can go and watch. Like that's cool. I've thought about that too. Like sometimes, like if I could pick a court, maybe I should like go to Manhattan Beach Pier every every day. You know, yeah. so like everyone on the pier is watching you. They mm-hmm. know they yeah. see you because there's people's routines yeah. that are just right yeah. there. Like that would make sense to like yeah. build a fan base and get people. Yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's super inspiring. But then too. again, I'm also like, we basically hide ourselves. We're the furthest from each pier. Yeah, you are. Um, Hidden. And I, and I also like that too, end. though, because like so many people want to talk and hey, hey. Yep. yeah, and it's just like, not, it is nice. wait till water break at least, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm so sure it's, it's less distracting. It's a give and take. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's why well, when I walk to practice now, I used to enjoy the strand walk and saying hi to everyone. Now I walk. On, it takes too I long. On the right? sidewalk, yeah, <laughs> uh, away from the strand, uh-huh. just because I don't want to run into people. I, I, like, well, you're gonna get to ten to minutes of ads yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, if you walk by ads, you're getting stopped. Yeah, yeah. So, if I, so if I just at least cut around 16th, jump back in. Yeah. It's funny, dude. I, there have been a couple of times where I've cut back in at 21st, and I've, there's been a ton of people playing for us, and I just re- reverse. I'm like, nope, turn around. Today. <laughs> Get yeah. back in, cut back in like 27. Yeah. Yeah. 21st is on a Saturday. You're, you're getting stuck there. Oh, yeah. I've had uh, involuntary beers. Yeah. Because I'll go for a surf on the weekends a lot of the time. And usually it's around there. The further north you go, the better. So it's like a few streets north of here. And I end up walking by. Of course, the Taylors are always playing. I'm like, why do you guys like volleyball so much? <laughs> I'm like, so stoked to not play this again. Yeah. So but then, like, you relax. get like five beers like handed to you. I'm like, yep. Well, I wasn't trying to have a beer, but it is Saturday. I'm just like standing there in a <laughs> wetsuit like a- with a surfboard, and I'm yeah. there for like an hour. All of a sudden, it's it's yeah. the goo. 
It's the, it's it's the go. It's, it's the go. It's the go. It's the go. But what a just great problem. Stuck. <laughs> People are like listening like, wait, so what's the problem? <laughs> you go for a surf on the weekend and then get handed beer <laughs> with all your friends? <laughs> Everywhere you go? <laughs> what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> it is a cool life. Has it been, has it been the move to California kind of what you envision? Yeah, I think it's been better than what I've expected. That's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, moving out here, um, I know I wanted to play professional beach volleyball, and that was kind of like all I knew. Um, I didn't know how I was going to do it, who I was going to do it with. Like, there was a lot of unknowns, um, which is kind of scary. Like, me and my dad literally loaded my stuff up in the car after Chicago and drove out here. Sick. And I moved in and, and like, didn't know any, like, I didn't know who I was going to train with, who I was going to play with, who was coaching me, like, how I was going to make money. Like, it, there was a lot of unknowns. Yeah. And so um, that was also my first move from home, right? Okay. I've lived in Louisiana, like, uh-huh. my whole life until now. Um, wow. So it was, like, a lot of big things. For sure. Right now I'm finally an adult after being in college for seven years. <laughs> um, and, like, having to, like, okay, like, it's time to, You're going to get know, a dorm named after you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I should get, like, a crown or something for being the oldest <laughs> oldest player at LSU, right? What um, <laughs> <laughs> You had your first international trips within, yeah. what, a few months of moving out? Yeah, so I moved, out in, um, I moved out in September. Yeah, um, okay. End of September. So I've been out here for October, December, a couple months. Yeah, six yeah. months. Dang. Yeah. So it's been it's been awesome. It's definitely um, when people ask me, I usually say it's it was like the best decision I've made so far for my volleyball career. Yeah. So I'm super. <laughs> I've been super excited to be out here, and um, I've had a lot of good opportunity yeah. already, just with like jobs, mm-hmm. with tra- practices. So like. Y'all were talking about, like, the younger people playing with, like, the pros already. And, like, me and Savvy have actually been super, like, blessed to be able to go and, like, train with Kelly and Betsy, mm-hmm. Sarah and Therese. We actually trained today against uh, Sarah and Sarah Hughes and Kelly. Nice. So it's been, like, really cool to, like, go and, like, experience, okay, this is, like, what a structured professional practice looks right, like yeah, yeah. with a coach. And, like, it's super dialed in. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? The Just, energy of it yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 been awesome. I I mean I've loved it. I've lo- I love the people. I love the community. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's been it's been awesome. I, I'm sure my family is um, sad that I'm not home, and you know they're they're yeah. figuring that out. But um, I know they're super proud and super excited for the season. And for sure, yeah, my parents actually came to Panama, which is awesome. They're super super big supporters of my my career and while I was was at LSU like they traveled like the whole world watching me play and so um it was really cool to have them in Panama and then they're headed out to Austin next weekend and I also have my um my high school coach who I'm super close with she's coming out to Austin nice yeah it'll be it'll be really they're not mad now they have a bunch of excuses to go on vacation oh my god yes we gotta go definitely (laughs) maybe we should probably go back to LA now definitely And yeah, they're gonna I come think what you'll find is that your family will definitely miss you. Yeah, but they will also love living vicariously through you at the For same sure. time. Oh yeah, especially because you're going to Australia, you're going to Brazil. Oh, yeah. Like you will return to LSU or to Baton Rouge, and yeah. it'll just be like you're this exotic world traveling I know. creature. <laughs> everyone <laughs> back sure. home is like I. I'm like everyone back <laughs> home probably thinks I'm crazy. Like 
you know, because, like, I grew up in this small town, and, like, a lot of people from, like, my high school and, like, people I graduated with, they, like, you know, got married, they're already mm. having kids, and they're, yeah. like, settled down in Santa Mall, and I'm, like, over here, like, traveling the world, yeah. just playing volleyball, like, <laughs> yeah. living this, yeah, yeah. like, the sweetest life ever, and they're just, like, what's Tony doing over there, like, <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on, but, yeah, it's been really cool, I, I, I've felt a lot of love and support from back home, which yeah. is, which is awesome, so. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. I'm excited to see New Orleans, hopefully we can play in it. But, like, the fan base show up for you oh, guys. Oh, yeah. It's going to be legit. Yeah. It's going to be I, awesome. I actually want to play in it and draw Evan and just... Actually, I won't draw him there, though, because we're not the one seed anymore, right? Ah, who knows? Yeah, but points. Oh, don't, don't, worry about, points. don't worry about those <laughs> points. points. Tre- Trevor's got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it, it'll be fun to see. It's always fun when, like, a crowd gathers around the underdogs. Yeah, yeah definitely. The it's and terrible when yeah. you're the top seed. You're like... Oh, definitely. I'm the one seed right now. I have... Everything to lose, nothing to gain. I just yep. supposed to win, and and the whole crowd's behind me. Like, yeah, are yeah. not behind me. Yeah, um, it, it would be. It, it'll be, it'll cool. be New Orleans will be a fun atmosphere though. Yeah, yeah. it I will. Mean, hopefully, it will. you'll be in Ostrava, but yeah, if it gets well, canceled, yeah, yeah. it's a good alternative. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, fun one. Yeah, there's a lot going on for you, and I was yeah, just I'm thinking too, like. We haven't had a AVP season in a while, mm-hmm. and that's like a little traveling circus in itself mm-hmm. with the whole. I don't know if we have player parties this year anymore. The like that could be fun. So the tour series, what, ha- what generally re- happens? It's too fun though. Let's warn you. <laughs> yeah, we're warn you. That's a scene, like- and it's really it's too fun. That's too fun. Yeah. Don't okay. get sucked into all it. Right, when, you're, all right. when you're at the parties, enjoy it, but just know that it's it's goo. Don't let the goo get don't you. Don't let the goo get me. Run. It's a whole nother. Run. It's like I'm gonna be a professional partier slash volleyball player. This is great. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Don't, don't get stuck in that goo. Only Taylor can do both. Him and Rosie are one Only of him and Rosie, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta learn from the best. But it's fun. I mean, how fun is the whole AVP season where we're all traveling together and it's amazing. Hopefully not partying on Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we're partying on Sundays. Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. That's a whole other thing you learn. You're like, <laughs> hey, I won my first tournament. Yeah, get on a plane and fly to Russia. <laughs> get You're like, well, how do I celebrate? It's like, you can have wine by yourself yeah. on a 16-hour flight. <laughs> on the flight, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> That's what I did. My first win it was um, Milwaukee. I actually didn't have to go home, but my flight was right after. So it, it was, was like, literally can left. someone yeah. give me a ride? And then I get to the airport and like sit on the plane. I'm like, you're like, oh my oh, god, I just this, did this. This sucks. <laughs> this like, sucks. I <laughs> pictured this my whole life as yeah. the biggest rager when I won. <laughs> Finally won an AVP, and then I'm just like sitting on the plane alone. And then I get back at like midnight. Yeah. And Gabby's like, yay! I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we like do anything? I like got, went back to the house and just like chugged a beer by myself. She's like, well, I'm going to sleep. I'm like. Okay. Oh, all right, well, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll have to win another one. <laughs> hey, you made up for Manhattan was last year. Manhattan trees. You Manhattan guys yeah. was, that was a fun yeah. time. Yeah. Getting carried into show I saw, That's was, what I was uh, going to say. That was the coolest thing ever. That was ever. a bucket lister right there. Yeah. That was, cool. that was yeah. cool. That was cool. <laughs> that was shot. Like seven years Woo. later. <laughs> yeah. You were due that for a sick. good Sally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm. But yeah, no, we, we got some fun times ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for you, Tom. Super pumped. Great start to the season. Thank you. Heck yeah. I'm excited to watch you. And you're Thanks. rolling around with podcast's very own, Savvy. Yeah. Hey. So you're like part of the podcast, fam. You I'm are. basically I'm basically on the sandcast sure now, everyone. Make sure you win for 
the podcast family. Exactly. Deal. You got it. <laughs> done. There we go. It's done. And if it's you done. want some merch, you want some I merch, I got, got these new shirts. Hey. I got my new shirt. This I love blue. merch. I just got a long I need new. I need new clothes. All I do is rep. All I do is rep LSU. I'll see. We can get you a purple Sandcast shirt. Okay. Deal. So it would be a good combo for you. I like that. Perfect. And we'll get actually we can all use purple ones. Ravens, Vikings, LSU. Oh. See? It's a good point. Speaking of which, my Vikings might be on the clock right now. They're on the clock. Yeah. Tell we've we've had you here. This has been a fun little hour ten. Wow, Ooh. that was quick. Good job. Good. Good, good job, job Tone. Good job, team. <laughs> good job. Well done. Nice. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on, Tone. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. Shoot. Shoot. Peace.